0: Good afternoon and good evening, depending where you are. On this discussion, I'll be alone but with your spirit around me, uh, it's based on what the team asked me. They asked me to speak about a very, very discreet and hidden person with whom uh, we had the, the uh, privilege to collaborate for almost nine years when he was at Saint Laurent for the menswear than when he was at your home for seven years, uh, Mr. Eddie Sliman. Yes, Mr. Sliman is uh, is a very hidden and a very discreet person. I will uh, I will definite like uh, a man who had an absolute obsession of perfection. He wanted to share uh, an absolute extreme concentration, focus, it could be about the looks, it could be about the music, it could be about the set, everything always has to be in an absolute coherency based on his vision. It could be the styling, it could be the the way the video is, it could be uh, the advertising, it could be all the furnitures. He is also i.e. on your army first redesign the whole showroom and the whole office, with the whole uh, furniture, from tables to chairs to uh, light to everything without a scene, to be able to have his creation in a surrounding which is uh, masterized, under control. But it makes total sense when you have a global vision It's better than you have everything under control. And by making this and pushing the people around him to focus to a point, you arrive to create a kind of electric emotion. And this electric emotion is what you see and you have seen on the explosion of his aesthetic. And uh, this is not only about uh, still life. It's about a movement, and this movement is due to the movement of the boys in the suits, in the movement of the hair, and the movement in, inside the music, the movement of the light, the movement of the the wave of sound. It's a it's a kind of philosoph- philosophical point of view. How to master wave? The first time, uh, I've been called by the head of communication for Saint Laurent uh, Menswear. Uh, it was in the two thousand, And uh, uh, we collaborate as production, as light design, uh, but not calling the models and not deciding of anything, just to make happen what uh, Eddie was asking to him and him, to us and to me. We make the first show uh, it was in a Gary building of the, uh, called the American Center. So <clears throat> with the structure of Gary, which is uh, unbalanced and always ready, you have the feeling to fall. But in reality, you have a, a total a disharmony, which bring an harmony in it. Uh, the inside was a bit the same. And he wanted no shadow. He wanted things to be as natural as possible, not to see technique at all. Uh, the backdrop with a big screen with the logo of YSL, like in Polymer turning. And uh, we made two shows inside this uh, space, this venue. And then, over. Uh, he left uh, the house, went to another group. So I came and meet uh, Eddie. And Eddie at that moment really had an absolute clear vision of what your arm was supposed to be. I'm not talking about the slim, I'm not talking about the stretch. I'm talking about materials. Materials, lacquer, could be concrete, could be metal. Uh, Colors, colors have to be like a red, gray, white, black. Uh, Things were mirror, uh, fluorescent, everything was really, I would say, in a way, dynamically ordered as you had a drawing to do with 10 pencil, And then you know you will not use another pencil. You're going to use these 10 pencil. And uh, the first show was uh, happening uh, inside the Musee des Sciences Naturelles. The, uh, and uh, it was a room, it was the mineralogy, I think, of the room. Where the first time this room was empty it was not a very high room, not very low, the high ceiling. It was with uh, beams, and then you have a door, and you have four four stairs to go in another room, who became the back the backstage. So when I draw, I draw a box for the models to come on a band up, so we light behind to have a backlit effect with the hair, and then the rest had to design lamp. we were integrated in the ceiling between the beams to show as we haven't done really anything. Um, Eddie uh, came, and as he done each time, he had a kind of inspection. Um, but that is a, a responsibility that you feel on your shoulder, which is one of the of the positive uh, Uh, reason for which we are always so much try to focus on this because he make everybody around him feel his own responsibility in under his eye so when that show happened it was the first time that that kind of music happened music for each time each show Eddie went to see different uh, group to try to, to bring a kind of uh, narrative arc uh, of the collection. Uh, the music was i.e. Uh, composed or remixed directly by the artist. The artists could be Phoenix, Beck, the Rakes, Franz Ferdinand. It was always thing that he chose either from Paris, other from Berlin or either from London, and that he, he uh, put like one of the elements and listening to the music, make you understand also how the show will uh, finish and how the light and how the set has to uh, be involved inside uh, this uh, the, this show. The, the stretch of proportion, it was i.e., like he, he showed me images from uh, a film where the camera was very, very high and you saw a boy, two boys with uh, dogs arriving and you see this image uh, and so after seeing that I proposed to him that we stop uh, shooting his shows from uh, a normal eyes camera, uh, a cameraman, but we bring the camera almost to the floor to be able to have this elongation of the proportion. It was this uh, thought from him of uh, every every little details. One point more was a bit the frustration <coughs> to create so much of electricity and energy during the show that uh, the people uh, love this experience, experience of the audience with a generosity inside that to share. Not share him, he was quite uh, on his side, really discreet, but more to share this new vision and this new uh, direction he was going to. Um, the second show, Well, a very nice first story. The second show was about Boys Don't Cry. So, uh, we begin working on that, as usual with him, i.e. we have a show on the 21st of January, and uh, on the 26th, uh, I was invited to come to see him, and we begin to talk about space research to be confirmed in the next couple of weeks, and then plans, models, materials. So, we have a lot of time to develop every and each details that's another kind of exercise it's an exercise where he himself hated to go uh, to take decision at the last moment so because of those we could begin to grab the concept to listen what he was thinking about music and then the volume and then from there on come with proposition material tests most of the time i was with a cigarette pack where there is a little bit of aluminum and when we're talking about mirrors we play with the aluminum itself had aluminum in my bag like a roll for kitchen to try to create shapes so it was the first kind of... uh, yeah, it was an installation it was an art installation this time but this art installation was not considered uh, by people like art even if Hedy's work, photos of uh, or objects are in uh, galleries that was considered like a set, but we wanted the people to dive inside the art installation where the artist is not him, in a way, but the artist is his vision of a brand. This is no need to go to ask that this, this amazing artist to come to work with us or to come to work with him. Mostly, it was just about diving the people inside the installation itself. So, Boys Don't Cry, first idea, class. I was working on the uh, suspension at that time. So I propose we have drop of glass suspended under a roof, white, lacquer a white roof. And that you have a one LED red under each one. So when we switch it on, when the, the, the roof will be low, then we have this red like tears of blood. And then we go up and on the back, he wanted a uh, full wall, super high and super wide in lacquer red, real lacquer because everything needs to be real. There is no fake, there is no as. It was real elements. This real lacquer red wall, amazing, made by people who are not used to make lacquer to such a surface, mostly uh, with no separation, no line at all. It has to be totally as a, I would say, black like a mirror. And the definition of this red was clear when he say red, you see which red you want. So it was this show was supposed to be played on the evening of a Sunday, and uh, for diverse reason, uh, personal reason of some of the people who were at the direction, five days before it changed to be at 1 p.m. So I went to say, well, if we go to 1 p.m., nobody will see the tears of blood. And so because budget is budget, Nobody saw it but us the night before for the rehearsal, because that was another thing which was could be considered like luxury budget-wise, but it's crucial. Uh, also, it's very important. Each time we can do it, we do it to have a technical rehearsal the day before or a technical rehearsal with models the night before. By that way, every models know, have experiment uh, the show space, have experiment the music, and. And Eddie have been able to take all these pictures. Eddie have been able to oversee every details when I'm sitting here, when I'm sitting there, what I've done before. There was a game with the production that Marie told me, that I heard afterwards. He was, Thierry is coming at three. We had to see, at, at two it must be finished. So we have to see how many remarks he could do. And I was feeling the same game with Eddie, how many remarks he will do. I hope that uh, each time, because from a model and drawings to a reality, any rendering will never give the reality, mostly with light, mostly with reflection of light on a lacquer wall, as you can imagine. So, that was the, this uh, show. There's one element on the show that we changed here. It was at the first show, because the space was not very wide, we had uh, only one line or two lines of models. Here, we experiment another way, which was the model were coming on three or four lines. Each model has a line. And so, sometimes I could send on line one, sometimes on line four, sometimes on line three in an irregular way, but the model is coming back on the almost the same line. So, at the end, from lateral, you always have Silhouette in front of you and on front you always have also silhouette, but with a separation of space enough to take photos properly. That way was also the way to move as we said the movement was crucial for Eddie slash the garment so when you see the big dress it was the movement and when the way this was a moment where you have four boys coming together all together which was a change. What I was speaking to the model was saying you have to create this energy because the casting was part agency and part street casting by Eddie himself around the world. He can go in St. Petersburg, he can go in London or in Indienburg, he can go in Berlin, in Munich, and uh, he go anywhere he thinks he will find the good profile he's looking for. And basically, I said to the, the models and the no models, imagine that the guy in front of you at the end of the runway, which are the photographer, have said something very bad about you. You really want to knock him out. So you have to walk to them, looking only to them with this uh, energy or aggressivity in in the eyes, and this mostly focus in the eyes. And then when you arrive at uh, three or four meters from them, then you turn back, you don't make us, you don't, no, you turn back on yourself straight, really hard, and go back to the backstage as if you had delivered your message already. So this movement of speed and also of back and forth have created a very specific your on by 80s man way of showing. And the again, the emotion of people, the focusing of people was uh, uh, very important. on the first show, there was also a very emotional moment because on the first show, Monsieur Saint Laurent was sitting in the room and uh, he came on the backstage and I know from Eddie that it was a very emotional moment for him. Bracket closed. The, after the other show we made, not in the good, uh, in the good order, would be always elements <clears throat> either moving, i.e. at the mise de Lame, we have the lamps which we were suspending as arches, it was the show with the dress, we uh, suddenly went down at the finale. Not expected, but people at the end expect something. Another show, we had a, four, or three or four huge chandeliers in uh, speakers with um, a flores, a, a neon tube under it. And then when the music were coming, it was like wave of grave, it goes up and up and up. There was one show I was uh, I was uh, problematic because uh, I wanted to do for him something like totem. So one was totem of light with inside a lamp called a Svoboda created by the DP Mr. Svoboda. Very directional lamps normally used for dancing or for opera. And m- put it inside a mirror uh, epoxy painted black with holes for the lamps, it creates on the floor. A star or a half a star. So basically when the model arrived, they received the beams, so it was very simple. there was no movement here. Another one who was at the uh, Theatre de l'Odeon rehearsal space, where we created uh, mirrors, back and forth mirrors, one in front of the other. But the mirrors had silver, but all there was uh, another kind of d- darker silver. The people arrive, they walk between it, and they see them in love. The, at the infinite, so it was an animation for the photos. But when the first model arrived, these they went up and up at the rhythm of the walk of the model to stay in the air. One other with mirrors was at the Musée d'Olemme, audience on one side, mirrors positioned at like two and a half meters from the windows and with a frame of metal also epoxy perfect but one mirror was a mirror see through in a gray blue the other one with a mirror see-through with a kind of brownish color that was the color that he chose and we made measure so the model were coming in front of that in front of the audience and coming back behind due to the light coming from the outside it gives an impression of uh, reality and reality who was amazing there was uh uh, the The show where I put the some um, totem, but I wanted to have something turning for the finale, and I wanted something would be really like a, a kind of a light art installation that people can see alive, something we can directly go on a museum. So I proposed that we take the the moving part of the moving lamps and then I take the lamps away and build a mirror. About with a mirror. one side the mirror was curved and make with little piece of mirror like a mirror ball. The other one the mirror was straight, silver on one side would give the light even stronger. And so these were oriented to a point at the beginning of the show and for the finale they begin to move. Having the beams on them, very few light on the models, it gives a moment of uh, emotion and surprise where uh, in a way create also frustration because you wanted to see it more. There is one show where Eddie wanted to create architecture in the air like a a fake real architecture so that would be able to be done with laser. But the laser have to react to bounce on a, a mirror and to have a perfect angle of 90 degrees. This mirror has not to have the silver under but in front. So we didn't know how to put them on the floor. And then on a discussion it comes to, on the floor of a concert, the speakers. So we took the shape, exactly the shape of the speakers. We remade on measure exactly shape of the speakers but in metal, uh, epoxy, shiny, black. And everything was positioned in the perfect element and angle to have the beams of laser recreating a perfect rectangular shape in the air if you have 12 of them then you have boom, 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 this progression this idea who disappear when the light come in brought to the other one who was at the palette tokyo where we made archers on his demand if i remember he drew that set that archers which are one smaller than the other higher and higher with three different tone of light pink it was light pink beige very, very subtle. Then you have the models coming through these arches, creating another way of seeing the proportion due to a kind of frame. One of the, the last show we made with him was, no, yeah, the last show was with the fire one. And we had, this production-wise, so much problem. And we succeed by having uh, something like 12 firemen in the room, all dressed in black, hidden on the side, with this fire in a special half-liquid product who was made for picture with very few smoke, almost no smoke, and the fire going vertically and horizontally on a big axis. So it was a, a very strong moment, it was at the tennis club, very strong moment to have the fire coming up and the models coming out. There was this other show where the idea was really to show the way to go, Where we included V shape in the floor with the first LED inside, and so they were playing like in an airport Uh, because when the the plane land, you have all this light on the side, and this one was included in the floor with the V shape, who was connected to the music and also to print and cut that uh, Eddie had made uh, on his collection, and I I think that. uh, To summarize this experience of all all the shows, the first ideas, the last ideas come from him. He was taking from us uh, and, uh, and I a uh, suggestion. He was waiting for suggestion. And when the suggestion was coming, he will twist it, he will move it, or he will take it back. And it was a super interesting uh, collaboration because first of all, yes, what I say, I'm not doing what I want, I'm doing what I think the designer wants. And with the collaboration with uh, Eddie, he was really to try to understand what he was saying. He's not speaking very loud and uh, he was very specific on his words. Was how can we uh, interpret and being in the absolutely right direction. I remember for a party we made for him in Tokyo that where there was um, skaters, and I light on the skaters to try to have the shadow. That was, uh, I think, this vision he had because I saw some photos that he took of uh, skaters. And on the other side, there were the Concert of Phoenix and there was bars. And so the bar, he said, I don't want the barman to be behind the bar. I want the barman to be like gogo go-go dancer at the top of the bar. And so the audience is having asking for their glasses, somebody standing up on a table. So we create this table, try to make understand that to all the Japanese team in production, local, receptive one, to understand the plan and how we were thinking of making it, i.e. people are coming and in a way begging for having a drink and somebody dancing and giving it to him, bending down the image and the proportion again was so slick and and clear and he was doing himself a casting of the barman that you can see the barman you can see there was other barmen behind who were preparing the drink and giving them to the one standing up there was also this launching of the perfume of hire at the Louvre when we had to make the people to cross the, the, the marble sculptures, the Greek marble sculptures, but we're not allowed to bring any sound or any light inside the Louvre. It was not, not respectful for the sculpture, so over the heat, etc. So what i done was to make a frame of red gelatine uh, that we brought and put in front of the outside window, it was in grand floor, and then we lighted from outside. And I may say that the red, the deep Edislim and Dior red, Projected on a marble sculpture if something looked like skin, it was amazing. Then we go down to the paramide and then he designed, say, I want this shape of presentation of perfume. But it was so slick that no one tried, no one wanted to take one bottle. The thought that it will break the harmony of it. And then this is where I designed benches and seats and tables just to be displaying the space. Um, this experience, I think, whatever people can say, uh, he's a rare person, a really rare person. One of these rare persons who can design from furniture to, uh, to clothes, to a shop, to a building, to a pencil. He's at the same, t- because he has such a, a, a clever analyze and a sharp analyze, and he's so obsessed. About not stretching at all. It was just one moment. He was is obsessed of the perfection. What can fit at that moment? What is my vision of fitting from a brand? And whatever brand he had been, he always changed it. He never used the things before, but he adapted to his vision of a modern brand, which is the genius of uh, some of uh, some of these people, but also. I barely see somebody working so much, as is his life, it was about his creations. Uh, do we call it an artisan, you will say? Absolutely, yes. Put his hand on it, a see every details, that's an artisan way. Is it an artist? For me, he is, definitely, but not like a fame, to artist like a job to be famous, but mostly, I don't even think to be famous for something interesting. You know. He hides himself and more time goes. I haven't seen him from yours, but more time goes, more he hides himself. Creating what everybody can see. Thank you so much.